Hello, welcome to Sitcom Geeks. Happy New Year. My name's Dave Cohen. I'm James Carey. And here we are with episode 39, and the first one of 2017. And uh, today we've got uh, two guests with us as well. One of whom has just dropped their phone. Sorry, <laughs> 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 I'm just going to pull and get it from underneath the desk. Apology sound effects. Sorry. That's right. all right. No, it's, it keeps it real. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it gives the illusion that the show is unedited. <laughs> I am not a robot. <laughs> okay. So please welcome uh, our special guest. First of all, the uh, phone dropping K Star. Hello. Hi. Hello. And uh, also here is Abby Burdett. Hello. <laughs> I didn't drop my phone. Yeah. Oh, smart, smart, smart. But the the audience out there is not to know that. No. We could just be lying about that. Yeah, yeah. As I say, it could have just been a sound effect that we paid £500 to put in there. Absolutely. We're talking about this week and uh, in two weeks' time, we are talking about the uh, Writers Guild Awards for Best Comedy Writing. Uh, for radio and TV. Now, uh, James and I and uh, Abby and Kay in the last few weeks have been uh, slaving on your behalf, on the Writers Guild behalf as well, uh, listening and watching and reading scripts from uh, about 8 million comedy shows that were made <laughs> last year. And uh, we've narrowed down two shortlists. Now, to, uh, next time we're going to talk about radio, but we're going to concentrate on TV uh, for today, yeah. time for today, and uh, Kay and Abby, you were mainly uh, in charge of the TV list. Shall we start by saying what the short list is? The final three short list contains the shows Fleabag, Fleabag, uh, People Just Do Nothing, and Plebs. Great. Okay. So on. T- I think it's the 23rd of January, uh, yes, the Writers Guild Award show, hosted by Mira Sayal, uh, will announce the winner. Um, I'm building up... Dave, tell us his The tension mounts. That's right. The so, industry will stop. Yeah. It's holding its breath to work out. It is. Now, two of the people around this table know what the winner is, but uh, two don't. And uh, I guess... Guys, would you just like? So we're not we're not going to sort of line by line break down which show, why we like this show, and why we didn't like this show. We would like to talk a little bit about um, the trends that we saw happen over the last year, and and um, so I guess Kate, so would you like to start? Yeah, if you've read the best part of twenty scripts. I mean, what what have you noticed in in comparison mm. where we are now? Maybe compared where we were ten years ago or mm. something. I mean, we read the best part and the worst parts. Of right. The scripts, actually. <laughs> but uh, no, actually, they were all really good and and hugely enjoyable to read. I have to say, it's a really great exercise. Any anyone who wants to be a writer out there, get scripts and read them. It was really really interesting and such a good thing to do. Um, what I noticed was that um, I noticed that there was a greater diversity than there used to be in the sorts of uh, worlds that were being portrayed and the sorts of characters that were being portrayed. Well, the story worlds. The story worlds, yeah. yes, to go a little yeah. bit like, you know. Well, the story, yeah. But, um, there was a, it, yeah, there were, I mean, from People Just Do Nothing, which is in a pirate radio show with some loser characters just doing their thing. That was funny. Mm-hmm. It was funny. It was a very funny, funny show. script. 
Although well, it's been done before, of course. Delbert Wilkins, Lenny Henry, he did a uh, did he? The Brixton Broadcasting yeah. Corporation, the BBC, as yeah. he used to call it. Yeah. There is nothing new under the there sun. There is nothing new under the sun. Mm. And, yeah, and, and, and pretend satellite, uh, what was one that. that KYTV? Thank you, yeah. KYTV. Yeah. 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 Which was off, a spin off of Radio yeah. And radio. Kit Curran Radio Show, of course. Oh. Uh, but it's not, so much, it's not so much, that's what's interesting, it's not so much the premise no, of that show not. that yeah. is yeah. new, is mm. as the world that it's created. And created in and the kind of characters that are there that I think are original and the sort of characters which we haven't seen mm. a lot of on TV. I which thought that's that that really point. a good thing. I love the fact that that was so old fashioned actually. It's like, because um, I hadn't seen it, I just read it. Yeah. And that it was had that kind of suit, like a proper gang mm. of, it was, you yeah. know, in a, in a kind of comedia tarte yeah. sense. There was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to start being really poncy. Yeah. There were, uh, but that they Poncelet. had a. Yeah, that they were they were kind of really your, your classic group yeah. of with you know and they had the old they had the old rich guy they had a pantalone okay. they had, you know like they probably yeah. kind of uh, yeah they they were old they were new, a new version of some very old characters mm-hmm. which is great yeah. well I guess a lot of old characters are they are the same character but they 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 come up uh, at different times in in the same way that somebody like I think. Blackadder is kind of a little bit like Del Boy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And so, but they are obviously totally different. The shows mm, are totally yeah. different, but the characters kind of... The archetypes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming that that was a non-audience uh, show. People just... Presumably, that is a non-audience show. Um, presumably, out of the 20 or so that you read, um, the vast majority were non-audience um, I mean, from sheer, from, well, from the sheer studio sitcoms. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. amount, the amount of TV that I've watched, and you know, if it's a British show, it's not going to be an audience show unless it's one of about three. Yeah. Um, I, I can only think of two. Yeah. I mean, interestingly, yeah. interestingly, we didn't do that. We didn't do the math on that. Right. We didn't yeah. sit down and think about that. We talked, mm. and in our discussions, we talked a lot about what is and is not a sitcom, mm. you know, and particularly around uh, Fleabag, mm. which is you know one of the more innovative shows that mm. have been on. Um, obviously, that's not an audience show, um, but there was some discussion about whether we could call it a sitcom. Mm. Or not. And I know people got different ideas, but well, we didn't yeah. go a lot into audience and non-audience yeah. degree. Interestingly, well, there's only what is there? There's only Sis and Conan. Yeah. Mrs. Brown, Mrs. Brown's Mrs. Brown's not going out. Oh, not going out. That yeah. wasn't on the last year anyway, was it? No, no. So yeah. you wouldn't have had. Yeah. 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 Well, we had some on the, in the nominations. Yeah, we did. Yeah, um, maybe one. Uh, Vicious was that out? No, that was not. That's not the last okay. So yes, there, are, there is a new Christmas special. Yeah. I believe coming up, yeah. which will have been broadcast by the time this goes out. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting so, how many shows couldn't go because they didn't fit into that uh, yeah. time bracket. I'm not yeah. sure that I would have liked to. Yeah. Did you uh, you did you consider or were you asked to consider about any of the um, the remakes the, the loads of audience remakes that they did um, BBC uh, Porridge I don't think and was a single one on that. Um, no but that no because there, we had quite sort of um, strictest ish rules we would we didn't look at one offs we didn't mm. and sketches obviously are not included because it's not a comedy mm. award it's not a TV comedy award it's mm. a TV sitcom award yeah, yeah. which is different I think from uh, the radio awards. Mm. Yeah. Um, so we and we did look at one-offs. Right. They have to be series. So a lot of things again, which were very good. Uh, Come called Shakespeare, for instance, uh, was not in the nominations right. because it couldn't be considered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So what then, I mean, what, what did you decide was a sitcom then, given that you <laughs> included Fleabag well, Given that Fleabag was nominated, yeah. you decided that Fleabag was a sitcom. Yeah. We did. Which I think, I don't think it's a particularly controversial... Oh, I disagree strongly that Fleabag is a sitcom, but we thought, I thought given that it was in the category, it should yeah. be considered as such, you can... Even though it's not one, it's a great show. Well, it, well it's interesting, it's a, isn't it? I mean, I, 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 took a, I took a managerial process on it. I said, yes. you know, is it going to be considered? If it's going to be considered, then, yeah. you know, if it's going to be in the... in the, We've got to yeah. treat it like a sitcom once it's in the... I would country. call that a comedy drama, but... Yeah, well, yeah, but why would you call it a, a comedy drama? Let's let's, let's really get down to the nitty gritty. I think that's a good point because I think that, I, mean, I the bet definition? you that there, there are a lot of pe- lot of shows on that list that would be considered a comedy drama. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and Mum is, I, is, yeah. is Mum, yeah. but that was on the list. Yeah. And so if Mum is on the list, Fleabag yeah. sure is, and it's on the list. Yeah. Because yeah. that's uh, was Cold Feet on the list. It was not. I don't think Cold Feet actually was in the time. It was yeah. yeah, I think it's slightly, yeah. it's slightly out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's um, it, it is a it is a grey area. I think, but I think there's definitely been a trend in re- more re- uh, in recent years, probably because with the growth of the non audience aspect, that yeah. people have felt more uh, or, or I suppose kind of less uh, certain that they have to put more jokes in I suppose and so, so it kind of makes it well if it if it looks good and it's sort of a, and it's it's kind of a funny idea and it's you know got kind of filmic quality to it that sort of allows you to get away with it not being as laugh out loud funny well, I, I, did, don't, I, did, I don't think I don't think I the laugh quote is the thing Fleabag I agree I don't think it's about jokes Fleabag made me laugh more well like, really more than most things uh, right. that, are, okay. that are called a sitcom yeah. Yeah, in everyone's mm. language but I don't think it's that for me it's to do with is there an ongoing story arc uh, mm. yeah. you know, and I think mm. that sometimes you know that if you learn about sitcom uh, format in a university, they'll tell you that you've got to have um, show episodes which start finishing in the same episode. Stories start finishing. Right. I don't yeah. believe that you do have but to have no, and I don't but anymore. I think that's a kind of ongoing debate. Yeah, yeah. but we're okay. So yeah. I don't think it, I also agree that it's not about a joke quotient. No, but I do think the reason that that's not. I, obviously, this uh, we had a very long argument about it. it. But, but the, uh, I would say the definition is to do with the story of a sitcom. Um, the primary purpose of the story should be to make the audience laugh. Yes, mm-hmm. that is my sort of definition, and and do so by illustrating universal human failings. Right, and yeah. so that would be that would be how I would probably define. Mm-hmm. But that's really, that's really interesting that you said that because that is exactly the definition given by Brett Mills, who's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there you go, yeah. I, I, I have no idea. Who Brett well, Mills I'll is. tell you, I'll yeah. tell you. He's an academic who writes on sitcom and comedy at the okay, University well. of East Anglia, and, and out of interest, I did consult him on whether he thought that. Oh, maybe I have met him actually. So that means yeah, well, no, I have. So I did consult him whether or not he thought Fleabag was a sitcom, and I asked him what were the criteria because he, you know. Well, I feel like the and he gave. Hang on, hang on. No, wait. Let me finish. Yeah. He gave exactly the same criteria, right? Okay. That the primary purpose is humour and to make people laugh. And by that, by that criteria, Fleabag is a sitcom. That was his opinion. Okay. So you've taken the same criteria yes. and come to a different conclusion. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. We actually talked about this very 
uh, subject in our last sitcom, somebody uh, wrote us a letter about you know how much narrative, how <laughs> much no, it's quite, it's, how much narrative should you put in a sitcom, and and you know it is one of those questions that you can't say well you put two point eight percent in episode one and sixty, you know there's just no kind of. But I think there has I think there has been a profound shift yeah. in the last 10, 15 oh, years so. yeah. for for good or ill. Um, for me personally, in terms of what I like to watch generally, mm. ill. Um, because I, I be, and I think because now drama is so huge, mm. so expensive looking, I think comedy is always now being measured against drama. Mm. Um, yeah, that's true. Comedy and drama looks expensive and it's exciting, and you have these massive personal revelations, and mm. you know the, the, there's a there's a real pressure on to uh, to have a series arc. Which is not something that um, that Dad's Army struggled with, no. um, or Faulty Towers, or all. And it's interesting that all the sitcoms that we love and hold up as being great sitcoms from the past don't have any of this at all. Well, and therefore, well, no, 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 no. as a rule, as a rule, I would say, well, Reggie Perrin, for instance, yeah, yeah. but that was based on a novel. And I, I agree that that had a, so that that looked like a sitcom. Um, but as a general rule, you're sort of the reason that we say that sitcoms have to be returning to zero and back where you started and stuff is because that is essentially the case for you know ninety percent of sitcoms before five years ago, including Cheers, which of course had a story arc very very slowly, but it, it yeah, kind of, yeah. it, it, it it kind of happened over evolved. over yeah. two hundred episodes yeah. rather than six. Yeah. Um, so uh, so now I think it's generally. Expected that you that your characters start in one, and I think maybe that's why I'm, you know, finding comedy hard to both get commissioned, but also to get excited about when I'm when it comes to watching it. Um, it's because I I don't if I want story I I'll enjoy a drama. If I want laughing, mm. I kind of would rather have. I, I don't see why you can't have. I mean, I like you can have I, both. I like yeah. a bit of a, a series arc. I like to, and I like to write a bit of a series arc. Mm. So you know, I don't think it's necessary pressure from anywhere else. You know, I think mm. some writers like to do. It. I do yeah. like it, but I don't think that makes it drama. And I, I, I'm interested in in why you think that in what you think Fleabag was trying to do, if not make you laugh, because I think it was absolutely trying to make you laugh as its main. Well, because I think aim. I think the main aim. Well, because it's reveal it's revealing. I think the whole idea of having like a dramatic question is mm. it's revealing character. Mm. The, I would say a sitcom character is someone where you go, I know just, oh, of course I know what they're going to do now. Yeah. Isn't that's, that revealing character? The, well, it's, that's re, but that's revealing character through story rather than... I felt like the story... And I thought Fleabag was... Uh, I hadn't seen it, but I thought it was brilliant when I read it, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is a good script." Oh, this is. This I hope this show is successful. I hope it did well. <laughs> no, it this did well. But I was like, "Well, I don't, I don't know if the purpose. I think the purpose was for the audience to maybe find out why mm. she did what she did, rather than yeah, yeah. to see her do what she always does." Yeah. yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, and I think these are therefore variations yeah. on a yeah. very well-established 
I mean, the, these shows can sort of break the rules because the rules are so intrinsic yeah, yeah. Yeah. that now to not break the rules is actually a little bit a little yeah. bit boring and passe. Although and, I do, I did sort I like of miss the, the big thing we kept talking about. Oh, in our we, lots. we had a lot of discussions. Oh, a lot of wine was drunk because uh, a lot of shouting was done. But was around the like the and the structure of not just Fleabag but lots of the sitcoms was very interesting that uh, there were quite a lot of them that had a non-traditional sort of structure I kind of missed in quite a lot of Mm. shows the what we kept referring to as the short hose from which was a you did I did oh and I kept referring to I don't know if you see there's an every everybody loves Raymond episode where which is not a sitcom which is completely to my taste but it, there's a bit where it, there's a throwaway joke at the beginning yes, where she yes. says oh and then you bought that hose and the hose was too short and he's like oh that's what's, that's what you do you put your thumb over the end of the hose and then it sprays everywhere that's yeah. how you use a hose you use yeah. and then when later on he sets the kitchen on fire he goes to fetch the hose and the hose is too short right. and he has to put his thumb over the end of yeah, it. Yeah. and I'm like oh that's good yeah, yeah. oh that's he's tied up everything together yeah, from yeah, a yeah. little setup in the first four yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. But that's, that's and a then, classic drama device too it's not it's not you say that, but speaking from my own experience uh, of, I wrote, I've written a script for someone recently, it's meant to be a comedy, um, and it is a comedy in my view, but the note I got back from a key decision maker on this um, was, um, uh, we feel that this ties up very neatly. To which my response is, oh, that's great, thank <laughs> you very much. Excellent. No, no, that's oh, not a compliment. Not no, oh, okay. no, no. This no. feels like it's all very convenient. It's oh, like, I see. And you go, well, yes, I've, I've made it appear quite... Of, quite that's how you write a sitcom script. And so the notes that came back were basically, could we have more of this? Could we do more of this? Could we do more of this? To which my response was, oh, you want a drama? Oh, I see. Oh, right, I'm not... That's not me. Yeah, I, I'm not... You've hired the wrong guy. Um, and in the end, they sort of slightly rode back from that. This is something that was wanted mm, to be a studio audience yeah, show, yeah, yeah. and I, you know, and it's, I mean, I'm, it's one of those ones where you don't want to say, look, seriously, I know what I'm talking about because <laughs> I've been doing it for a long time. The fact to say that the, the fact is, in this particular case, it was one of the situations where, where you go. Seriously, I have done this a lot, and I do know that the yeah. thing that you want me to do won't actually. Do the thing that you need it to yeah, do. Yeah, what you need and is therefore, an audience to laugh at. Yeah, yeah. And, if you, and also, and I said, look, it may be that you've decided that you don't want to do a studio audience sitcom, in which mm. case that is completely fine, because I think this kind of thing could work in another situation, but I'm not the guy to do that. Mm. But it was interesting to me that the noble was coming back as could it be more, could it be less neat? Yeah, yeah. And you go, mm, not really, because that's sort of what an audience sitcom is probably going yeah. to be. But I think, that's, not, you know. yeah, I, I think that's less drama. I think that's to do with a lot of comedy now, not being narrative, you know, but just being not funny. Right. And that being part of it. But I think it's that too is embarrassing because, to make it funny. But I think that, that thing yeah, about, like, I sort of know what you mean, but I think the problem is that they, maybe it's that the commissioner or the producer or whatever doesn't necessarily. It's that thing about when you're doing comedy that the whole audience has to be looking at the same thing at the same time. That yeah. simple thing. And yeah. then, you know, you, you, they could be thinking about nothing else. They have to, if it's yeah. the short hose, they have to be looking at the yeah. short hose. And if yeah. the arm on the end of the yeah. hose, yeah. then, or they won't laugh. If yeah. they have any questions in their brain, yeah. they won't. Yeah, they, yeah. 
<laughs> and that maybe they just don't know that. But they don't know no, that no, because no, they no, can't. No. You can't read that in a script. You've got to have been reading script and then watching them performed for years and years and years to mm. know that, haven't you? Mm. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah. too Hot tip. I've mentioned this book a few times before. Um, Jonathan Lynn's book called The Rules of Comedy from the Cambridge Footlights to Yes Prime Minister or something is a, is brilliant um, for uh, I think it's one of the best books on comedy I've read it's just partly autobiography but partly here are some rules and Jonathan Lynn not only started out as an actor is a director of the National Theatre and also directed and wrote my favourite film Nuns on the Run <laughs> um, he also has written um, Yes Prime Minister with MCJ um, he's really specific on in comedy you are trying to say tell the audience look over here look yeah. over here yeah, yeah, look yeah, over here you have to know what the audience are meant to be looking at mm. what they're meant to know at that point and then how you're going to and it's yeah. reading it I just thought oh it's basically a magic trick mm. yeah. you're effectively trying to which is partly why I think it's looked down upon comedy because and because co- comedians look mm. down on magic because <laughs> they just think oh that's just look over here look over here and hey surprise yeah. but actually that's how drama people I yeah. think sometimes see comedy yeah. hey look over well, here I think and the, sh- look, the hose isn't long yeah. enough remember we set that up earlier yeah. uh. but I think that's <laughs> what, what it's only earth when you read yeah. it when yeah. you see it it's hilarious, yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what in, in terms of the, the, this idea of what the changes have been in the last few years and I think it does come back to this thing that because uh, I, I suppose it's a kind of um, I was about to say post office but that sounds like post office um, so yeah. since the office the idea that uh, you know comedy isn't just about laughing at jokes it's also about some uh, personal humiliation it's about you know it's about things that aren't necessarily the things that we're used to just saying are comedy and so you can get a, a show like Fleabag which is sort of quite dark in many ways I mean you, you have dark comedy before that of course but um but it's sort of dramatic comedy uh, it's really funny no i know it's very funny yeah i've watched it as well and i I, I found it funny and league of gentlemen was dark and that's no one says that's not comedy yeah, I know. No, League of Gentlemen was properly funny. Well, I tell you what, I mean, don't forget the first two audience series at least had an audience laugh track on it. Yeah. yeah what's interesting as well, though, is that uh, I think the writer performer of Fleabag, uh, that Fleabag was a, was a play originally. Is that correct? Or yeah, and she's yeah. staging yeah. it again now. I and, uh, and actually, the these are the original sitcoms that James and I mm. love. Uh, uh, that's yeah, things like Steptoe and Son uh, were. Sort of thought of a strong sitcom was defined by drama, really. Wasn't well, right in the early yeah. days, the Rising Dance was a play, yeah. Mm. The earliest, but, but oh, they, they talked about, I didn't know that. yeah, the they talked about as like one act plays, yeah. yeah. Wasn't yeah. Larby yeah. wrote stuff yeah. as well, like so. Um, yeah. uh, uh, the Good Life or Everything Circles, I think, or one of them was, yeah. Like, if, you, if you read an early play script, mm. you just think, oh my goodness, that's Martin Bryce from Everything yeah, yeah, Circles, yeah. And that's, ask Jason Hazley about it, so in a sense, there's things have come round in that the studio sitcom, those mm. studio sitcoms were not, there was not always the pressure to be funny the whole time. So you have a studio audience you still you still have drama in the, the, the standalone episode. Yeah. It's kind of the way the two things have crossed yeah. now. So yeah, but that's studio... Like Frasier, yeah. which is my favourite sitcom yeah. of all time, yeah. that has moments of, of proper, proper drama. Very inspired by Steptoe, really. But sitcom does. But I mean, Steptoe, the, the pilot of Steptoe doesn't have a, a joke for 
pages, pages <laughs> and pages. I, I remember reading it thinking, bloody hell. I don't remember. But it was a proper play, yeah. you yeah. know, with some, with some laughs towards the end. But I do want to say one thing, because we haven't mentioned it, is plebs. Because we've talked about the That's well, that What I was going list. to say was, uh, the one studio sitcom we didn't mention uh, earlier was Upstart Crow. Um, and yeah. do you uh, I so guess yeah presumably that was on the yeah, that was on the that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. which was a very studio yes I forgot and I thought that would be quite a good way to come into plebs because that's another trend is that uh, is, is the sort of the historic the historic yeah, the comedy about history that no one's allowed to do at the moment but everybody is well interestingly doing. that had a, a brilliant hose in it didn't it a brilliant yeah. hose moment which we all thoroughly enjoyed to do with a lion and sticking a finger up a lion's bum sticking a finger up a lion's bum <laughs> which, which <laughs> we enjoyed very much was right. that in very, very, very it was in trying to remember yeah. the bit about Stark Crow where that happened no 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 there's no, 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 no lion's bum in that Stark Crow was that would be great just crossover and have the finger up the lion's bum in Upstart Going back to what Jane said about um, about the premise, I mean that premise was not a new premise for sure, was it? We talked about in plebs. Um, it's not a new, it's not a new premise. The idea, no, no. it's you know, it's it's uh, the likely lads or it's um, it's the in betweeners, but in mm. in yeah. Rome, absolutely, yeah, and then yeah. up Pompeii, and then the the episode was not a particularly original idea either, mm. but the writing was so good, mm. and and the structuring was really really pleasing, wasn't it? We were, but also, I think that the but like that's a, the that, trick. Yeah, well, as I say, the, the trick of doing something really good is usually to take something that's been done before and do it in a new Absolutely. way. Exactly. Or you Absolutely. take two things that have been done before yes. and do them together. Yeah. Um, so I think that, that kind of works, really. Yeah, yeah, you need, like, work you really just need well, from that really script, well. all that, like, okay, that's the stupid one. Yeah. And that's the one who's always getting into trouble for this. Yeah. It's just that, it's just yeah. that simple, yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I do think that sometimes it, writers forget, because you get so deep into it, it's actually a really good lesson, you get so deep into it, that you forget to give the audience the simple information. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Or, or at some point, you lose that introduction yeah. to the character, or that... Yeah. You, or you're trying to subvert absolutely everything, yeah. yes. rather than say, I'm going to tell this sort of story, but the, my one twist is this, <laughs> rather than I'm going to tell a story like has never been told before. Yeah. Okay, well done, you've written the sitcom version of The Wastelanders, <laughs> and uh, it will be made incomprehensible, to be, to, including the author, yeah. for decades. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it Blake Schneider, which who I, who I shouldn't bring up because it's obviously ter- like full on LA. Right. Have you read the Say story the to say the cat stuff? Yeah, it's I'm all aware like, of it. It's all like right your protagonist yeah. a dog. Yeah. People love dogs. It's, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's not. It's, it's kind of people love dogs. People love them. Don't. Have a car crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the first act. Yeah, yeah. It's that sort of buzz. Right, but he has okay. a he has a description of double mumbo jumbo. If you can only get you right. can only get away with one yeah, yeah one twist or whatever. Right. I'm sure other people yeah, no, express it. Yeah, yeah. One, one secret tunnel, isn't it? In the, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 except yeah. for yeah. Uh, the Great Escape, yeah. obviously. Yeah. 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 Extraordinary world. Then yeah. put ordinary characters in it. Don't yeah. yeah, extraordinary yeah. people in an extraordinary world. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. 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 So on that note, plebs was without did all of the stuff that sitcoms should do, and that was an interesting one that we did all agree on. So that. There are those sitcoms being written still that yeah. are, in a sense, traditional, but also right. feel yeah. contemporary. I think. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Who were the writers actually? For that? Sam uh, Leifer and Tom Baston. Oh, Sam right. Leifer okay. and Tom okay. Baston. Oh, right. You've yeah. got to, you got to keep, keep put the mental image of the right out of your head when you read it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, so that's why they only gave you scripts to read. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't just go, wouldn't what the very 
pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should give them a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> and I present it. Yes, it's like maybe they'll like me. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I understand that. No. So, um, so some interesting uh, trends there. Uh, I don't know what the lessons are that we've learned. Mm. Um, but, be um, funny. But be funny. Yeah. Funny. I mean, funny is always funny. Always good. Funny wins. At least it should do. There are strange yeah. times when it sort of doesn't, but um, um, but also just knowing what you like and what you yeah. don't like, and it's okay to like this and not that. And I mean, I'm, I have no interest in the, as in I haven't decided what the winner of your category, the TV category, is. No, don't find Fleabag no. funny at all. Mm. Can't can't see it. Don't get it. Everyone else mm. is watching a different show. Fine, doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah. people like mm. it. Well, yeah. Okay, um, I'd probably. You know, I would probably rather watch Everybody Loves Raymond, um, which is, you know, pretty broad. Everybody even, Loves Raymond is a great show. Even, even for yeah. my taste, yeah. it's pretty broad. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, so that, but that's, I, I'm aware that it... Um, it was it quite interesting yeah. how different our yeah. scoring of, of all the scripts was, because I'm, like, yeah. full-on, I love a mainstream comedy. So mm. I'm, I'm, I was <laughs> going, what are you talking about? I I love, why hasn't Citizen Khan submitted yeah. the script? Because I'd love to read that. I love the big, yeah. I love the big funny guy. Yeah, but I, love, I, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. And, yeah, and okay. in fact, so does, so does Joel. You know, everybody would mm. say that same thing. I love a, a great big funny mm. old sitcom as well. Mm. But what was interesting was we all had our, probably our top, pick mm. or at least one of our top picks mm. didn't make the final cut all of us mm, yeah. so I think that was really interesting that yeah. there was not a, a clear yes this is the one yeah. winner everyone yeah. lost lost one of their babies remember yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. brutal it's a brutal process <laughs> yeah. and also it, hopefully having had some experience of it when you're when the thing that you do next is considered for an award you, you will then learn how <laughs> arbitrary <laughs> Well, and it is in terms and of commission. Forget yeah. award commission. Yeah. I felt like a commissioner. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what? That was the most useful thing about yeah. reading all of those scripts. Was mm. thinking, my God, commissioners must do this. They must read twenty scripts yeah. in a row, all and you time. do just go sort of script blind. Yeah. And I was thinking, we're so busy just changing the time. Oh no, I've got to make that bit. Whatever. Yeah. You're just like, oh, it's quite. A, it must, it's so easy to lose sight of just the simplest things. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know. Mm. Com- transmitting yeah. information yeah, yeah. simply because quite often I was just reading something going which one was this again is yeah, this yeah. the well, old lady it's one of the reasons character definition has <laughs> got to be really good hasn't it it's that one, was yeah. a good lesson and it's also yeah. even just the basic stuff like can you just have characters whose names start with different letters yeah. don't oh, yes. have a Matt and a Mike and a Mark because no. you, you may get one joke out of it yeah. in the whole life of the sitcom <laughs> yeah. but boy that sitcom won't make it because the person who's reading script number 17 that day is going to go, which one is he? Yeah. Ah, and throw the script across the room and that's, that's yeah, the end of it. Such a good note. It's, it's, it's boring, basically, but that, yeah. as you said, um, Abby, as well, just getting key information across is really, is and, really important. And yeah. sorry, I've been going on and character design. The, big, yeah. the biggest thing I thought reading those scripts all together was just like, was people who hadn't, <laughs> that's a criticism of mm. other writers, but where the... The char- there was not a broad enough range of characters or they mm. hadn't thought about which characters would create plot when they were put together yeah. in a very like mm. in a very basic kind of yeah. way and I think I felt like 
quite often I couldn't have said in a single sentence what does this character want yeah and you're like oh they want they want some people to think they're clever yeah they yeah. want some money they yeah. want to get off with the lady with the big boobs you yeah. know I like, yeah. I like a simple yeah ones. yeah just um, <laughs> otherwise it's just people talking isn't it yeah. yeah one last thing that I would like to ask you then on the basis of what we've been talking about would you say what is there a thing that Fleabag had you thought that was the thing that was the new thing that was added to what's gone before in terms of if a new show is a is a, like an old show but with yeah. an extra thing I mean yeah. is that is what it, you mean yeah. um, well Fleabag I think it showed a woman's inner life in a way that I haven't seen before okay, okay. certainly not in British sitcom it showed an, it showed women's thoughts and women's dirtier thoughts and dirtier actions she's a sick she's I would describe her she's an Arlequina and she's a Del Boy yeah right but, but females don't don't usually get, get to get be to a Del Boy so, okay. so, right. so right. I would say she's a yeah would you I, I don't know I mean she was but she's very sexual so very sexual so like sometimes Del Boy you don't always see that lechy side of him like there are other you do in earlier episodes I think yeah. Yeah. he becomes yeah. very toned down he becomes yeah. very yeah. softened softened yeah. well he's actually sort of a borderline criminal in early yeah yeah, yeah. He's, early he's a crim isn't he yeah. sort of yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so she's got. I mean, that's good. Is that she's this? She's a real low life, isn't she? So she's like really trying to. She's trying to get. I think what's good about that character is that she was trying to get pretty basic stuff. Yeah. So she, you're like, oh, she needed something to eat, or she needed a drink, or she was stealing a tent. I suppose all of that stuff is quite. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's yeah. a that's a devil. Yeah, she was. She <laughs> yeah. you, you saw her with women are usually very over socialized. I think, right. and not just mm. in sitcom but in drama. You, you know, you only see them on the surface, right. and they're not allowed to see the naked mm. greed. Mm. Yeah. you know, lust yeah. or gr- and mm. greed for food, whatever it is. You're not allowed to see that because we're kind of. So I thought that was that was very mm. um, cool. different and revolutionary. And of course, they they broke. She talked to camera, which is not. Totally revolutionary, yeah. but it doesn't happen that much. So so I remember sitcom that happened, didn't there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm not saying it does, but it's not, it's not usual. Mrs. Yeah. Brown. Yeah. Absolutely, that's the one we're all thinking of. Yeah. So we will find out on the day whether um, plebs, people just see nothing, or Freebank is declared the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, moving on, if I may, uh, Dave and Kay, you got to go to the Houses of Parliament. We did, yeah. Do you want to explain oh, how had this administrative era took place? <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a Christmas holiday, so we thought, well, let's go and see. Well, actually, what happened? This is, like, this so this is how you got into the Queen's bedroom as well, isn't it? <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Just a basic ladder. It's yeah. amazing what you yeah. can do. Uh, yeah. The, uh, there is a, um, a, a group of uh, unions to do with performing and writing. There's the Musicians' Union, uh, Equity, and the Writers' Guild. And Kay and I are both, um, and in fact, everyone on this table is involved with the, the, the Writers' Guild uh, of Great Britain. And, and um, they have various, uh, obviously, things that we want to uh, lobby um, Parliament about. And once a year, get this sort of Christmas do. And it happened that Kay and I ha- were invited to go to this and harangue MPs and various other people and say, we want this, we want that. Um, With very well written placards. No, <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's a, yeah. <laughs> what is it that we require? <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, more residuals <laughs> from abroad. Yes. When would we like it? Uh, in the 2017-18 <laughs> window. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, 
the, the, this uh, group called the, uh, is it the Performers Alliance. Performers Alliance, yeah, yeah, has been around for for, for years, and they uh, and they, they act as a kind of pressure group on uh, Parliament on the on the specifically on the what's it called the, the Department of Culture, Media and Sport. Um, which decides all sorts of things like, you know, what, uh, how much money the BBC gets, uh, for instance, how much power the BBC is allowed to have. And uh, the talk, obviously, at the moment is all about uh, Brexit. And um, the main point that the Performance Alliance have to say is that, well, writers and performers and uh, the entertainment industry generally is a massive, massive export industry. Uh, and so, obviously, we would like to have some sort of representation. But at the moment, as far as we know, there's no representation for entertainment on any of the sort of government's Brexit committees. So... Uh, Without going into the sort of detail of all of that, I basically used it as an excuse to uh, harangue the members of this uh, committee um, about the BB- about the BBC, about the fact that the, that they seem to give the BBC such a hard time all all the time, and so I kind of buttonholed the uh, junior minister and did that you know kind of Christmas party pointing finger at him and whatever that people do when they've had a... On our behalf, a couple of old wines, yeah. He's saying things like, you know, he said that the few Brexits, uh, you know, the, the, the British, uh, you you are the people who will be defining Britain and the post-Brexit future. Uh, and I just thought, well, you know, who does that better than the BBC? So I said, well, and he was saying, we give you money for this, we do that. And I just said, well, we don't, it's not the money we're asking for at this point. Uh, that's nice. But could you just kind of back off from being so horrible about the BBC and he to my surprise he said you're absolutely right yes that's that's true it goes on too much and we must stop that more so I'm just this is a little appeal and you know I'm sure it's a politician I'm sure he says that sort of thing to everybody but if you've got uh, uh, if you uh, fancy if you're in Britain listening to this uh, write to your MP and say how important the BBC is for exports and uh, in this post-Brexit mm. world and exports beyond Europe they, mm. most of the uh, BBC's exports go to the United States or uh, North America or uh, Australia New Zealand so um, get your MP to hassle um, Parliament and mm. say you know let the BBC do their job back off it was interesting that uh, when Armando Nucci did the uh, McTaggart lecture, I think the most the most memorable thing that he said in that was the fact that if there was any other industry that had a global reputation and profitability of the UK media generally and the BBC, then politicians would be go travelling the world, crowing about it, getting special terms for it, mm. promoting it. But no, doesn't doesn't get any of those yeah. things. We sort of operate in spite of the barriers thrown up by politics rather than because of them. So uh, I think that's a I think that's a very good point. Um, Kay, what did you? Uh, what, what were you? Were you basically trying to mediate this conversation? Or were you uh, were you stuffing your pockets full of nibbles to get some of your tax back? Uh, well, luckily I didn't. I'm here. I wasn't privy to this conversation that Dave had. I was off, like you know, trying to lobby. I've I got a baroness. It was like you could oh, you bag, you know. Yeah. You know, you got, you got an MP. You got a baroness. You're baroness. Yeah. So that was really interesting because people once. I mean, they look a bit scared when you approach them, uh, mm. and I looked a bit scared. 
said, because the Writers Guild gave us a wonderful briefing uh, paper, which was about you know, 30 pages long. I think it was very, very long mm. to have a look at before we, we got there. So that was... That before was you were bit, deployed. Was yeah. Bit, yeah, it was a bit challenging. Because yeah. like, I just thought, I, I literally was going for the canapes yeah. and to go, look, I'm in the House of Commons. Selfie. Yeah, selfie. Yeah. And <laughs> selfie gift shop in yeah. the House of Commons. Always going to go to the gift shop. It's brilliant. So um, I was a little bit disturbed. But anyway, I did read it. And... and it was interesting because once they stop being scared of you, they yeah. are really interested in, in talking about the arts and about entertainment and the entertainment industries and really keen mm. to be on our side. And so that is, if you do it in the right way, you are pushing on an open door. Yeah, yeah. And they were also very worried about about what was going to happen post-Brexit with you know, royalties. Mm. I, I mean, I hadn't really considered this, but a lot of our agreements that we have through the Writers Guild are sort of, you know, they're in that kind of whole swathe of agreements which were ratified by the European mm. Union. Mm. Um, and so a lot I'd of them will this be them, slightly unpicked. I'd imagine the ALCS probably ought to get its act together on this. Well, yeah. I mean, they probably have already. Yeah, that yeah. that, that yeah. seems to probably have mm. quite a lot to do with retransmission yeah. rights in the Netherlands and all yeah. that kind of stuff. That's right. So weird things that... Mm. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea yeah. how the ALCS gets money off anybody. Every yeah. every six months I get a small right. you know, amount of money from them. And <laughs> you just go... Who did you get that from? How did you get them to pay? Austrian oh, TV. What is it? Episode 3, Series 4. That is four the magic of collective agreements, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. We, have, yeah. we mustn't forget that. Absolutely. And I think that was where it, it, there could be a little loophole where some of these things which we've taken for granted mm. has been very good agreements which have been you know, brought to us really by kind of European bodies are going to be mm. slightly going, they're brought, going down the plot. They're brought to us by people sitting in rooms battling being yes. aware that these are really really boring things yeah, that you have to do but if yeah. you don't actually do these really boring meetings yeah. discussing the incremental increase in a uh, sales to Austria of your favorite of your radio show or whatever then you know they disappear and they disappear a lot quicker than they mm. actually appear um, cool. I did I, just one thing I will mention is there was a law a lord came up to me and uh, he wanted he said I'm he said I'm I'm actually he said I'm thinking of writing a, a political novel <laughs> he said what what do you think about agents and, oh for God's sake I didn't come here to ask you so that was the kind of level of it but a lot of the people a lot of the MPs they go because equity are there as well now, equity always send along a few people and so like you're sort of talking to this person they suddenly go oh look there's Timothy Weston. The magic people turn Exactly. But apart from that, we, we shall see. But write to your MP, please. Right. So that's my uh, last bit, a little bit of politics there. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, we'll be back to, uh, back to the comedy again in a couple of weeks. And uh, thank you very much, Abby. Thank you. For and Kay for coming along. How can they follow you on Twitter? Are you on Twitter? Yes, I'm at Abby Albertus. At Abby Albertus and at Case Donham. At Case Donham. <laughs> right. At Cohen Dave. And that's at, me. At Seacom Geek. Yep. So uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. I thought we were going to get a goodbye as well. Oh, goodbye. Thanks for listening and goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. 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 Yes. So slick. <laughs> I think that went really well. <laughs> Excellent.